put a hat on. I'm gonna put a hat on. <laughs> Go ahead, you can put a hat on. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Lords of Lombok Strength, the cover price top 10 for the week ending December 12th. We have a new special panelists with us that's going to help us do it you guys know him you guys love him or you guys hate him either way you know but while we get things started once while you guys are congregating in the live chat once you get things started and uh let's you know just get the living things up a little so uh sit around and uh, relax pop up on a cold one and uh let's get things started YouTube and I welcome to Lords of the Long Box. We are back to you with the cover price top 10 for the week ending December 12th. Man, I'm going to say what's good to the people. What's up, everybody? I'm glad to be here. We got a great week, great list, exciting week. There's a little well-known movie coming out this week that I'm pretty excited about, and you are too. But um, And got my good friend here. What's up, Gabe? That's right. What's up, and man? Introducing Gabe loves '90s comics. He's on Instagram. A friend, uh, both Manimal and I know him from in person. I've known Gabe for a few years now, from when he used to work at uh, being a booth person at a certain. Com- Do you, are you still working with that ch- shop? 
No, I don't look for torpedo anymore. I, okay, uh, I didn't want to name him. Okay, I didn't want to name him, but anyway. <laughs> uh, if you don't know, Gabe's from Omni Bros. Very, very knowledgeable cat, uh, as you can tell. He loves 90s comics. And what's great about this list is, you know what? I couldn't put an over-under on any particular type of book because this list is a little bit all over the place, and that's what I love about this list. So, oh, yeah. uh Good luck to you all. So once again, this list is sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice.com. Go over to CoverPrice.com Prime for a two-week free trial membership or $6.99 a month for all your price guides, collections, trends, top tens, the movers list, the shakers list, as well as this show is sponsored by our friends at KRSComics.com. Use the discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off anything in the KRS Comics exclusives. Uh, there is nothing dropping to de- tomorrow believe it or not but uh this dropped you know the other day and this was super hot so uh look out for that um yeah so once again this is god i can't believe december my god it's almost christmas i haven't even started my shopping yet but uh this is our early christmas present to you well we'll have, probably have a show on i don't even well okay i have to look forward now um uh, yeah good our shows don't land on christmas so uh yeah we're gonna have a show on uh, on the week of christmas how does that sound Ooh. anyway so let's get right to boys and girls. So, um, by the way, I I hate I don't have I shouldn't have to say it, but no spoilers in the live chat. If you are, you'll get booted and just digged out. I mean, because nobody didn't seen the movie yet. Uh, although there are spoilers for Spider Man No Way Home, don't be a dickhead. Don't spoil it for everybody. So just in the live chat, moderators, if you see somebody, just kick them out. Just don't be that guy, okay? Uh, we kind of know what's going to happen, but we still want to live in the moment. So there you go. For All sure. right. So I, so as always, uh, there's always a runner-up to the top 10. What do we got for number 11 this week, Zach? So number one is a returning champion here. Contest of Champions, number one, from back in 2015. So there's been a lot of interest in White Fox growing as Marvel weaves the character in a numerous comic series. And it's clear that both the publisher and fans greatly enjoy her inclusion. Her first appearance in this issue has already helped books like the U1 in 25 variant hit over $100 for a Raw. However, this standard cover, which also features White Fox, moves 16 copies with a seven-day trend of 165%, high sale $59 for a Raw copy, and a current fair market value of about $37. Yeah, there was just a... I just picked up a recent White Fox one. It was a part of the the death of Doctor Strange, and that gorgeous... And that cover is gorgeous um but uh yeah so uh, you know wherever there's smoke i say there's fire i mean you know there's people aren't buying this just because you know what i mean uh so you know what you never you don't know you never know until you know does that make sense anyway <laughs> so runner up for contest of the champions is number contest of champions number one this is from 2015 for those listening on the podcast all right all right to break his cherry Papa's cherry, excuse me. Gabe, what do we got for number 10? Be gentle. This is my first time. All right. So number 10 this week, we got Star Wars Crimson Rain number one. Steve Cummins, one in 50 variant coming out through Marvel uh, this year in 2021. While it may not mean much now, this new number one for a Star Wars title features the first appearance of the archivist, uh, Irma Vexed, Bright Seer, and Marina. Any book with that many first is worth keeping an eye on. This week, the market has heat around this issue, helped this high ratio one in 50 hit big 
high sales. It sold 25 copies, had a seven-day trend of 91% and a high sell of $119.95 for a raw dog copy. Star Wars Crimson Rain. What's up with this? Am I missing something here? Uh, Is there something I don't know about? Is there kind of? So this kind of like, so a couple things with this, this book might actually be one of those books. If these characters pop down the line where there's like some uh, debate on cameo and first appearances, because this is coming off of the war or the war of the bounty hunters uh, mini series where we saw Kira show back up. But in one of those issues, you actually see all these characters that they're naming as a first appearance in a splash screen. Um, And I think their names, I'd have to double check, but I think their names even in that book are above them and identified. But this is when they actually have, you know, for lack of a better word, speaking roles, if you will. So. so it's organic. It's nothing based off of a TV show, video game, or anything like that. Right. All organic. Um, the Knights of Ren show back up. Uh, a lot of new characters. A lot of, like, bounty hunter-type-esque assassins. People like that. So pretty strong opening. A lot. Of, honestly, this issue was way better than the whole Bounty Hunters series, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. yeah. And anything it, first appearance in Star Wars is just a maniac on the market these days. Everybody Especially with everything. the Book of Boba Fett coming out. I think that's going to be like the show that comes out where people are really going to start buying up Star Wars books, both, you know, uh, Marvel Bronze Age and, you know, um, you know, Dark Horse and whatever, because you, you never know what they're because we already saw Dave Filoni is pulling from he's pulled from the the animated series. He's pulled from the um, the what they used to call. What is it? Legends? Is that what they yeah. used to call? Uh, non-canon when marvel took over what are they they right. called yeah it? legends legends so feloni has already said that yeah, i'm picking and choosing from everywhere so now i think that's the thing i mean back in the five years ago when clone wars or whenever nobody gave a shit about uh, star wars comics but as soon as it became live action though man it started blowing up so look keep an eye out for star wars the crimson rain number one the stephen cummings one in 50 variant all right number nine it's a surprise to me yeah so you know this kind of this this spec popped last week a little bit. We got Marvel team up number 95 from back in 1980. So there's some speculation that Clint Barton's wife, Laura Barton, played by actress Linda Cardellini, may be Mockingbird, Bobby Morse in the comics. This theory is centered around Laura and Clint's close relationship and open discussions around his missions and even her assistance in several cases. While this remains to be seen, fans are pretty excited about it and helped push her first appearance to a new high sale of $600 for a CGC 9.8. 23 copies sold a seven-day trend of 103%, high sale of $599.99, CGC 9.8. Wow. That, to me, that seems a bit of a of a stretch. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, the TikTok played her in, um, um, in Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. I thought she did a great job. Uh, yeah. Playing, uh, what was her name? I, I forgot. She was name. Wonder Woman at one Adrian Palecki. Yeah, Pilecki, she was yeah. Palecki. Yeah, she was a Wonder Woman that that never made right. it to air. She the Wonder Woman that wore shorts. Uh, and to be honest with you, she probably she, to me physically made a better uh, Wonder Woman than Gal Gadot because uh, I mean she was built and at least the one picture that they leaked for the Wonder Woman series that never got. Uh, if you don't know, look it up. Just look up. Uh, she looked um, good. Yeah. You can find the whole episode, the whole pilot's out there on the internet somewhere. Yeah. Oh, is it? And it's 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 cool. She looks great. She was also the assassin in uh, uh, John Wick. Yeah, that's right. uh, Supergirl in uh, the the very very first uh, couple seasons of Smallville. So she's been around. 
Yeah. You know, so th this whole this whole spec on this, you know, obviously, who knows whether Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is canon. I know that it's kind of supposed to be, but they could always go back and change that. But I'm really feeling like the Laura Barton stuff. I think it's just indicative of the fact that, like, Clint is just open with his wife. Like, he, there's yeah. no secrets. Like, yeah, he might have this secret identity and stuff in his job, but I don't think there's any secrets between him and his wife. And I think that's all it's kind of really showing. I mean, she's known she he's been an agent of Shield and then an Avenger forever. You know what right. I mean? So I mean, it's kind of cool in the series how uh, the Hawkeye series how the you know she's like you know covering him for the kids being like right. oh you have to take care of the all right do you do what you got to do don't worry I got the kids you know and uh, I'll take care of the the Rugrats where you got doing your thing oh <laughs> speaking of speaking of which is on tonight at midnight for me all right cool all right number nine on the list Marvel team up number ninety five from nineteen eighty remember Pip spec on this back when uh, it was on the uh, Agents of Shield so it looks like it's uh back on the spec list again all right what do we got for number eight Gabe. All right, number eight is going to be Captain Marvel, number 17, uh, from Marvel 2004. Uh, this is our runner-up book on the, the November 1st, 2021 top 10 list. It has been long speculated that Fela Vell, the clone daughter of Marvel, would possibly appear in the MCU, specifically in Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. While there's been absolutely no confirmation or setup to introduce the character in the near future, speculation has been reignited from this speculation chatter. This renewed interest made collectors rush out online to buy Fela Vale's uh, first full appearance. It sold 11 copies last week, had a seven-day trend of 277%, and had a high sell of $595 for a CGC 9.8. Damn, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say we contributed to this, but uh, on Letters of the Long Box, we also had a long-term spec list where we were saying Philavel was coming to the MCU, and the reason why you know a lot of people said why not Marvel, but well, they kind of already did that, right? Because you know, and Annette Benning ended up being really right, um, you know, you know, Captain Marvel, uh, you know, as opposed to you know, so Carol Danvers can't be Captain Marvel now, so why not bring in Philavel, um, you know, and obviously we talked about her ties with. Uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and her relationship with, I think it was Moon Dragon, right? Moon Dragon, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like I said, the cosmic universe is growing and growing and growing. And uh, after Spider Man, um, No Way Home, it's only going to grow bigger. All I know is the stay for, there's two end credit scenes for No Way Home. So stay to the very end. Um, and here's, this isn't a spoiler. The second end credit scene is not a, um, is not really an end credit scene. It's a trailer for um, uh, Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness. Hmm. That makes sense. Because we have yet to see a trailer for it yet. So I'm not telling you anything that's – it's not giving anything away. It's basically if you stay to the very end, instead of showing a second end credit scene, the end credits is going to be uh, the the trailer for um, Captain Marvel – or excuse me, uh, Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness, which is kind of cool, right? You get to yeah. you know wa you know, watch a movie, and at the very end, you get to see a trailer as opposed to seeing the trailers at the beginning of it kind of as a, as a surprise to people. So I won't be surprised who you guys are watching now, but just stick to the very end, okay? There's a very, very end credits after the Sony logo pops up, right? So number eight on the list is Captain Marvel number 17. What do we got for number seven, Zach? So this book's been around a couple times on the list. We got oh, Spider-Man India yep. number one from 2005. So back in June 2021, rumors circulated that Spider-Man India would appear in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse number two. We received confirmation of this with the first official trailer of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. This teacher, sorry, this teaser features Miles swinging through what is most likely the world of Spider-Man India. 
This former dollar book is now on fire. 19 copies sold, seven-day trend of 160%, and a high sale of $299.99 for a CGC 9.6. It's important to note that while this is his first U.S. appearance, he first appeared in India, released by Gotham Entertainment Group, two months before. That first is incredibly tough to find, expensive, and almost always in a very good condition. Yeah. So eagle-eyed viewers who saw the uh, Into the Spider-Verse 2 trailer noticed that during the scene where he's swinging you through different worlds, the word, you know how uh, in, into the Into the Spider-Verse, they, they do like comic books where they do flip, flip, flip. They, show, they actually spell out thwip. So thwip was spelled out in Hindi. So that led to people thinking, oh, you know, he's going to be in Spider-Man India. It's it's the scene where um, Spider-Man 2099 is chasing uh, Miles throughout different things. And if you see it, Eagle Eyes viewers, you know, saw it and they put screenshots and they go, you know, for those who speak Hindi or can read Hindi, said, hey, look, there was actually it was Thwip and some, some other words that were in Hindi that they took screenshots of it. So they, that you know, put that. And then they just just assume he's going to be in Spider-Man India. Maybe you see a version of it because we know from the first Spider-Man movies, hell, we had five different different Spider-Man. Why not? We already heard that we're going to hear see Spider-Man India, and also the uh, original Japanese Spider-Man is going to be appearing in into the spot into the uh, Spider-Verse. Uh, I cannot wait for this movie. By the way, I, it looks so good. I can't wait for it, man. We're getting spoiled, man. Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness. Uh, Spider Verse coming, um, the Batman maybe. When is the you know whenever that comes out? Uh, but man, looking good, you know. So finally getting loosen up the floodgates. All right, number six on the list, number seven on the list. Spider Man India number one, and this book should be no surprise to anybody that it shows up on the list. And I actually want to bet with Matt DeVoe from Cover Price saying, I bet you this book will end up on the top 10. And he owes me a McRib. So what do we got for number six, Gabe? Right up your alleyway. Right up my alley, everybody. Here's our first 90s comics on the top 10 list this week. At number six is Battle Chasers Prelude from Image Comics 1998. Uh, also came on out from the uh, the cliffhanger uh, sub subgenre there. Uh, Battle Chasers content has been teased for years now. Mm. However, Deadline recently reported that Battle Chasers TV series from John Wick creator Derek Kulsland, based on comics, based on comics in works at Alkin Entertainment. Uh, Derek Kulsland is a big name to add to this project. Hollywood is itching for its next project for his next project, so this has a high chance of making it through the development production process. This prelude issue and its gold variant are seeing significant traction. 14 copies of just the standard cover had a seven day trend of 262% with a high sale of $32.99 for a raw. And that beautiful gold version has a fair market value of $70 raw. This is one of my favorite series of all time. It's a series that people dump on me about because they hated it and they said it's garbage. And uh, look at it now, $70 for that gold variant. How awesome yeah. is that right now? That Joe Mad, I mean, man. Joe Mad's got it, bro. There was a game that actually came out uh, yep. for Battle Chasers and Joe Madura. I mean, you know, if love or hated, if. Uh, I don't know if they're going to do Red Monica like they do in the com in live action as they do in the comics because uh let's just say um she's got a lot on her chest that she's uh that she's carrying but she's uh, very top heavy. But <laughs> what's interesting to me is John Wick is doing it, right? Cuz Battle Chasers is kind of this weird kind of uh fantasy kind of 
you know, genre thing where John Wick is is more of a hardened kind of thing. But you know what? Hey, if you, you know what? Done John Wick three two times, or you're gonna do it three times, and if done successfully, I'm down to see how they'll do Battle Chasers. So uh, props to Joe Mad for finally sticking with it and getting it done, man. This thing is, even though it only ran nine issues. Uh, and what's cool about this is for those old school cats like us who remember AnotherUniverse.com used to have uh, they it was at the time in the '90s it was Another Universe and Dynamic Forces were the two sites you went to go get your exclusive variants, right? Yeah. Now there's no stores doing exclusive variants for every. Exactly. Now there's like, you know, you got your Karis Comics and all these other online retailers that do it. But back then, if you wanted the exclusives from Marvel and DC or, you know, even Image, you went to anotheruniverse.com or Dynamic Forces, you know, and I actually have a Dynamic Forces Chromium number two of this. I have the Prelude. I have the number one. I have the variant number one, but I don't have the Red Monica and the Red Monica one. Uh, number one issue is the scene that seems to be the one that the market is picking up on mainly because you know she's um it's delicious <laughs> yeah oh it's gold foil too i that i can't even find that i tried looking for it it's it's impossible to, i can't find it um uh I, i'm bothering you looking on ebay all right so we're halfway through our list boys and girls and that means uh, it's here from our friends over at my slabs are you tired of paying 10 percent or more for fees join the one percent revolution Tired of paying 10%, 15%, or more to sell your cards, comics, and digital collectibles? How does 1% sound? Too good to be true? Well, not anymore. MySlabs.com is the web's premier user-driven marketplace for buying and selling slabbed cards, sealed wax, and now, slab comics and digital collectibles. So the next time you're forced to pay 10% or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com and join the 1% revolution. Yeah, when you sign up to be a seller uh, and they say where you heard from, say you heard it from the Lords of Longbox and uh, they'll uh, they'll approve you as a seller. So uh, have have at thee, as they say. So number six on this is Battle Chasers, the prelude from 1998. What do we got for number five? Look at that, another Star Wars book. Yeah, so this is a Star Wars book that has kind of been on a little bit, but I'm surprised that it's not hotter than it really is. Uh, we got Star Wars Shadows of the Empire number one from Dark Horse back in 1996. So this book features the first appearance of Prince Zizor and the first cover appearance of Dash Rendar. This book is specifically trending due to speculation that Prince Zizor will appear in the new Star Wars series Crimson Reign, as noted in number 10. 23 copies sold with seven-day trend of 224%, high sale of $279 for a CGC 9.8. So yes, yeah, so they mention him in the Crimson Reign book. So you get a lot of information, kind of, or not a lot on him, but definitely moving in that realm. Um, a lot of great things from the canon times. You know, obviously Dash Rendar, the Shadows of the Empire stuff was awesome. The Remember the Nintendo 64 game, which was great? Um, yeah. Yeah, man. So, so that, that's interesting that it's so this is the Dark Horse version and then we have the Marvel version. So uh, there has been no Marvel version yet. That's what that's yeah. what the specs coming off of. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this, I, you know what? I've got I, I got to think there's something coming. You know, I mean, I mean. Rarely does it just, well, I mean, I guess Afra was a character, it was probably the first new Marvel character that was really hot, if we, right. if we think about it, right? The, you know, before there was any Disney Plus uh, Star Wars show, she was like the first, was he the first original Marvel uh, Star Wars character? I mean, besides, hard to besides say first, rabbit. probably probably the first big one, like you said. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Her and the droids. One. Yeah, yeah, her and the droids. But I mean, before that, it was uh, Jackson the Rabbit, right? <laughs> Way back in the Bronze Age, <laughs> you know. So, Fuck you know. your hair looking rabbit. 
Yeah. I tell you, if Jackson if Jackson ever shows up in the in the in in the book of Boba Fett or anything, I will lose my shit. I swear to God, and that book will go through the roof if you see a rabbit, uh, any type of rabbit type character show up on, on any Star Wars live action. So, all right, number five on the list is Star Wars: Shadows of the Empire. Number one, another '90s book from 1996. All right, this book is just—I don't know. This book is just getting—is just hot. I don't know why. All right, that hot book this week, uh, number four coming in is Animal Castle, number one from Ablaze, uh, 2021. At a nod to George Orwell's Animal Farm, this series by writer Xavier Dorison and artist Felix Dilt, Dip, something, sorry, uh, features a twist on the concept where all animals are not equal. It was initially released in France in 2019 and 2010. Uh, as a 2010, it's supposed to be 2020. Who knows? As a uh, two-part graphic novel, the synopsis describes the series as a nestled in the heart of a farm forgotten by men. The animal castle is ruled by an iron hoof by President Selvo. The bull and its dogs, militia, savor, savor their power while the other animals are exhausted by work until the arrival of the mysterious Aislard, a traveling rat who will teach them the secrets of civil disobedience. Fans immediately took to this very hard-to-find series and turned to online sources to find a copy. It sold 78 copies, had a seven-day trend of 124%, and a high sell of $40 for a raw copy. I wonder if this is just like um, that residual effect of it, things like stray dogs and you know beasts of burden, things like that. You know, you know, book comics about you know animals. Anthropomorphic are, stuff has been blowing up. Anthropomorphic—that's yeah. the word that I was looking for, but I can't pronounce. Well, thank you for pronouncing it for me. So, <laughs> hey, shout yeah. out to uh, shout out to Justin, aka Nemesis Prime. He got me two copies of this book, and I just got them in the mail the other day. Nice. Fast. Well, you don't need to. Why don't you send me one? Well, two covers. This cover and the oh. uh, the other cover. The we well, don't need both covers. Send me one. So, uh, <laughs> so when this book appeared on our week last week, somebody sent me a instant a, a DM on Instagram and told me that um, they you can order the French version, which is the original, um, uh, some French website. So uh, look out for that. Just look. Animal Castle number one, the true uh, the true first appearance is the actual French edition. You know, um, if you don't know. Believe it or not, the French have a rich history with comic books. If you think about um, um, the artist Mobius, who's a French Mobius. artist, I mean, yep. big French are big on sci-fi and 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 you know, just like in the UK, big on comic books too. So you know, the French have a deep history with um, comics and sci-fi and all those. And you know, and Mobius yeah. being probably the most famous. You know, rest in peace. Obviously, Mobius is probably the most famous French artist I can think yeah. of that did comic yeah. books. I'm trying to think uh, anybody else. Europe in general is just very it's a different society. They they respect comics a lot more than like than America. Used and they to. So, yeah, especially sci-fi. They really dig mm -hmm. sci-fi and fantasy. Uh more so, you know, I don't know about like superhero comics now, but back, you know, if you think about um the 70s doctor who right i mean that's like you know to me when i was a kid and i saw doctor who it, uh, and I, I thought it was ridiculous right but you know <laughs> it, you know the, but the, the the british they love them some some sci-fi and doctor who you know has been one of the longest uh running franchises in sci-fi for a long time so there you go number four on the list animal castle number one uh, Blaze Comics. Well, I never heard of them. It's good, it's good to see these uh, yeah. these indie indie books getting some love, man. All right, so this is probably my favorite cover on the list. What do we got for number three? 
Number three, we have X-Men Legends number nine. The, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, the Care Andrews Adamantium Foil Edition. Uh, Kari, like Atari. Kari, yeah. Adamantium Foil from Marvel 2021. So with X-Men 97 so, so popular, this variant screams 90s with an animated art style and an excellent shiny foil cover to top it off. You might as well throw in the word adamantium to make it an extra 90s issue. This fun variant sold 39 copies, seven-day trend of 297%, and a high sale of $25 for a raw copy. Yeah, that's that, cool, man. How do I not yeah. have this? This is so cool. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think a lot of maybe the younger generation or newer collectors don't like it, but this screams to me like nostalgia. You know what I mean? Uh, especially throw the word foil or chromium and anything nowadays. It's it's nostalgia. Is it's taking its turn? I think now. I think in 2021 is the best time now to do gimmick covers. You know, and, you know, people say it killed the comics market in the 90s. It really did. Nope, and it was nope. it was it was distributing and and yep. some other things. Um, but and now I think you know people like us who are in their teens or maybe twenties and nineties. Um, you know now when if we see like a brand new uh, you know foil or chromium cover, I think we would be all over it. You know what I mean? But yeah, this is my favorite cover by far. Some maybe think it's a little messy and all over the place, but I dig it's it, man. It's got beautiful. definitely yeah. has a nineties vibe to it, man. Definitely Give me some more die cut covers. That's what there I'm you yeah, go. Sure. Yeah, they, die cut. Yeah, like, like the protector that one that had the bullet hole that went through the whole comic. Yeah, something like that would be great. Oh, Wolverine yeah. number fifty is still one of the best die cut covers. Yeah, is that the yep. yellow cover, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. I, I still have that actually. The, the top the, secret the, one. That's yeah, a great there one. you go. All right, just just no more bad comics. We don't want bad comics. We want we want gimmick covers. We don't want bad covers anymore because you know that's you know you know that that I don't think that's a good thing anymore. Death of bad Superman was bad comics don't help anybody. Doesn't help the publishers. <laughs> doesn't help the readers. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. It's, it's yeah. Intrusive. We want to be able to see the covers. Don't don't cover in the bag or you know seal it up or so we can't see the defects. All right. So number three in the list is X Men Legends number nine from 2021. If you were to look at this book, you wouldn't think it came out in 19 in 2021, right? It definitely has a 90s vibe to it. Just just the style of artwork from Kari uh, Kerry Andrews. Um, his name is Kerry because I I actually Googled it and it was like Kari uh, yeah. sounds rhymes with Atari so I was like fuck it your name is Kari so, <laughs> <laughs> so all right so uh, number two on the list gotta be this all right number two this week is Amazing Spider-Man number three sixty five another great nineties comics on here uh, from Marvel nineteen ninety two returning to the list this week is this preview of Spider-Man two thousand ninety nine number one. Per CGC's uh, listing, it gets the honor of being the first appearance of Miguel O'Hara and, and Spider-Man 2099. With such significant teaser trailer heat, this thing sold 127 copies last week with a seven-day trend of 125% and a high sell whew, of $461.99 wow. for a CGC 9.8. Other books being debated as his first appearance, uh, at least via Cameo or Marvel Age number 114, the 1991 Marvel Annual Report. Those things are awesome. Pick up those annual reports. And pull-out poster of 2099 and Spider-Man in Web Spider-Man number 90. So there's a lot of debate on his first appearance, but CGC says it's this quote-unquote preview. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's sometimes it's what the, you know, the label says on a slab. Sometimes it's the market has dictated what they decided on. Right. There's also uh Spider-Man 2099, uh, number one, which is, you know, obviously, I mean, you know, it's no surprise that, you know, we saw you see him in the trailer. I mean, he was at the end of 
the first Into the Spider-Verse. It's cool now that in, we're in an age where animated uh, superhero fare is getting the market moving, right? In the past, not so much, right? Like, even when the first Into the Spider-Verse came, movie came out, Spider-Gwen didn't really get a bump like it should have. You know what I mean? Because Spider-Gwen was somewhat of a hot character, but you would expect it was a bump. But after how amazing that, that animated film was, people were like, you know what? And 2020 started is is all new collecting. I mean, it's and it's it's streaming. It can be Amazon, uh, Netflix, man. We'll see. But you know, but you know, but you know, we saw with the boys, um, you know, and with um, um what was it? God, Umbrella Academy hit pretty good. Yeah, uh, and then um, you know, why the last man? But I got I got destroyed by Netflix. I got destroyed. Uh, I was just gonna say, um, God, uh, Lock no, and no, Key, no, no. no Invincible. Invincible, Invincible yeah. the Amazon yeah. series, that, that book blew up. I mean, that, you know, it was yeah. it was a hot book before, but once it became an animated series on Amazon, it really blew up. And uh, looking yeah. forward to season two. I sold my 9.8 right. of that a little too early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Amazing Spider. There was actually rumors that you bring a Why the Last Man that uh, it's going to be finding life on another Disney. network. Possibly Disney. Yeah. 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 So I hope they rework it. Yeah. Yeah. So number two on the list, I meant, uh, hell, I meant uh, Cowboy Bebop got canceled by Netflix after one season. So and Cowboy Bebop number one was on our list like three weeks ago. That's why I don't have faith in Amazon. They cancel things. I mean, Netflix. Netflix. I mean, Netflix, excuse me. Yeah, they cancel things. I mean, just, you know, I, you know, because they just have a sh- pure, they just have sheer volumes of crap that they can show that they, they can produce. And so if they don't like one, they're like, man, we won't give it a second season. You know, because a lot of times on network TV, they'll give it one, two, three seasons. And if it doesn't work out, boom, it's done. But Netflix, one season and it's done. Like, I can't praise the the animated series Arcane high enough. You guys have to see Arcane. You don't have to be a League of Legends uh, a video gamer. You probably will enjoy more if you are. But if you haven't, it's probably one of the best animated series ever. Uh, that's that's how serious I am about Arcane. Go peep out Arcane, and the animation is top notch. Um, you know, some animation is a little weird, but uh, check out um, uh, Arcane. Uh, and there was another one called Green Snake. If you haven't seen it, that just came out on Netflix last week. It's a Chinese animated show. Uh, movie and it's awesome too crazy it's like really bonkers kind of martial fantasy martial arts uh but go check out green snake if you haven't uh it, it i think it premiered on netflix last week but there's some you know, hit, nice little hidden gems on netflix every now and then but number two on the list is amazing spider-man number 365 and if we have that as number two then this can only be number one yeah it should be no surprise but we have spider-man 2099 number one from marvel in 1992 so between all the various Cameo appearances and preview appearances in 365. This is still the first series of Miguel O'Hara, a.k.a. Spider-Man 2099, and it's on fire right now, especially that Toy Biz white second print version. The character voiced by Oscar Isaac is getting a massive spotlight in the forthcoming Across the Spider-Verse animated film, with the trailer immediately sparking tremendous interest. Last week, it sold 142 copies, seven-day trend of 128%, and a high sale of $315 for a CGC 9.8. And this is easy to get a 9.8. This is the hard cocks. <laughs> hard cocks. <laughs> Whoa. Hard card stock cover. Yeah, that's going to, yeah. This, uh, I have a feeling uh, uh, Spintex is going to take that and uh, use it as, uh, use it on their show. Uh, but yeah, it's the hard stock cover. So it's either a 9.8 or it isn't really. I mean, you know what I mean? Because if you if you get any type of ding on it, it you can't press it out because of the. Of the uh, the hollow foil on it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and plus it's the the harder stock uh, covers on it. That, you know, like like if you remember, I always talk about uh, the uh, Amazing Spider-Man like two ninety nine, two ninety eight. Um, those those covers are especially three hundred one so hard to find a nine point eight because the the covers. I don't know the manufacturer printing process they use. The covers are super thin, and it's, in Amazing Spider-Man three hundred one, you could see the first page through the cover. That's how yep. thin it was. And that's why for a while now, The Amazing Spider-Man 301, uh, that book was such a hard, you know, it was a high price for a 9.8. But uh, number one on the list, you never thought it. Spider-Man 2099. I'm pretty sure people had multiple copies of this in their bins, uh, you know, or passed up on this book millions of times before. But there you go. Between this one and this one, yep. we're doing uh, things. I used to go to conventions and you would see full long boxes of those things and people would just trip over them and not, not even same, care. Same with Battle anything, Chasers, right? Yeah, anything yeah. 2099, man, was basically just lining boxes for years. Yeah. And years and years. I, I mean, do you remember they used to have like um, they have multiple characters from 2099. I'm mm -hmm. trying to think like um, Deathlock. Doom 2099. You had Ravage. Ravage. Ghost Rider. So, was there a Deathlock 2099 as well? No, no. There was an X Men yeah. 2009 series yeah. that was yeah. great. Also, Doom. Oh, Doom is Doom's yeah. the best. Warren Ellis wrote half that series. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can imagine. I can see Sony doing spinning off and doing an animated 2099 version of it, right? Because really, they can really like if you do a uh, live action movie based in 2099, it would. I think the special effects would be really expensive. But you know, animated films are kind of you know kind of expensive already but it would be the same cost as doing you know a regular version modern day as opposed to something that takes place in the future so who knows been, you never I've know i've been looking for uh the ghost rider 2099 cgc to 98 for a while man and believe it or not it's kind of tough to find people are but picking people are picking those things up they are they are pretty pricey for these nine eights of these 2099 books they're yeah. not cheap yeah, people are trying to get up uh, ahead of the curve, and for the most part, they're guessing right. So I mean, you know, I you know, we'll see what happens with Into the Spider Verse two thousand ninety nine. But they're going into his world, so uh, I mean, it makes it, it, why not spin off? Sony needs you know can do a lot of things for Spider Man two thousand ninety nine that doesn't have to be connected to the MCU. It can, yeah. you know because two thousand ninety is in its own little world where they can do their own Spider character. So there you go, man. So this was a fun list. This was a little bit everywhere, man. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, so uh, not everybody. Uh, did too well yeah to doom 2099 so thanks for joining us gabe thanks for having us yeah we'll have you on uh if you want on a regular basis if you like yeah dude i'm down to jump in this is great there's nothing better than chatting up comics and talking stats and not spec but actually like real sales and that what the right. show is all about that's the best part about this nobody's going out and going buy hulk 2099 but you know just Connect the dots. There's something going on. But that's but this list is good also because it tells you kind of like you can see what's trending and kind of mm -hmm. get an idea. And the next thing you know, it's like, oh, there was an announcement. You know, it's like a, that's like last summer when Miles Morales books were just booming, started shooting through the roof. Then we found out that, you know, Miles Morales was going to be in. Um, the animated series, uh, the animated yep. film, right? With the the summer of Miles Morales, it was the summer of Miles Morales and Punchline. Uh, yeah. Sadly, Punchline kind of <laughs> filtered away, but you know, Miles was you know that's easily nine point eight is is I think it plat is is easily averaging like fifteen hundreds and. 1500 and 9.8 now for ultimate fallout number four to, to the point now to where people are like no this is the first you know a book is hot yeah. when people are like saying no don't that's not the first parents i would this other one because i have you know 20 copies of this cheaper version they want to you know pump that one up but uh, where can they find you gabe you guys can find me hit me up on instagram gabe loves 90s comics oh, there yeah. you go man i'm on any last words 
No, just um, I want to reiterate what Tim said earlier. You know, everyone, we all know the, the Spider-Man movie coming out this week, and we all know there might be potential craziness happening. So just kind of be fair, be nice. Not everyone's going to be able to see it day one, so maybe don't post about it. Be very careful about what you what you spoil and whatnot, man, because especially it's, Instagram, it's now, dude. There's so. no way to hide, you know, you can say spoilers, but there's a picture. So right. if you're scrolling through your feed, yeah. so, so, uh, actually Just stay off the I'll, internet for the next couple of days, save yourself yeah, the, the heart. Exactly. Exactly. I'll be seeing it Thursday, right after the shaker show. So I got, I was able to get a ticket. Uh, my girlfriend doesn't want to see it. So I, Perfect. Cause there were single seats available. I'm like, boom, I'm going to see it on uh Thursday. I'll probably see it again. Um, on, uh, I got to see it in Dolby as well. Um, because I was only able to get the regular theater, but my God, my theater was, I was looking at my theater on just on a Thursday showings. There was probably about, I don't know, 25 showings. They are going yeah. full out. Yeah. I mean, I think Spider-Man No Way Home has got a good chance to be the first billion dollar U.S. film uh, of the, since the pandemic. I think. Yeah, I've got, I'm going at 3 p.m. on Thursday. So I'm yeah, going I'm early going to tell him. I mean, yeah. I, mean you know, I can't wait. You know why it's gonna get a billion? Because it's gonna get a China release. That typically yeah, films that true. really right. get that get that that billion dollar mark is because they get China release. But Marvel and it's exclusive they, to theaters. There's, there's not like a, a Disney Plus exactly. version as well. Yeah, or HBO Max, right? Or right, HBO right. Max, you know, is like you know doing killing. They killed off Dune uh, by they, doing. They killed uh, Suicide uh, Squad that way. Yeah. So you know. Hopefully things are getting back to normal. You know, if you don't feel safe, wear a mask. You know, just wear a mask in the theater and you'll be all right. If you don't want to, you know, take a gamble, don't 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 do use the pandemic or the COVID as an excuse. You can protect yourself if you're that if you're that worried and you're not and you're vaccinated and you're worried about other people, wear a mask and just go. be more concerned about uh, if you're going to see in Cali, but more concerned about people rather than COVID. Bring a gun with you. <laughs> it's just go during the day where, where everybody's at work or at school. That's the best time to see these movies. They go like this yeah, but on days. opening, you want to see opening night for yeah. a superhero movie. That's when the crowd is like that's the, the most. Best. No yeah, it's, that's when they're you, the most the knowledgeable. Yeah, else. that's when people are. I've been to like on a Saturday afternoon. I was like. Y'all ain't reacting to what we just saw right now. No. It's like, come on now. But on a Friday night, Thursday night, that's that's when it, the crowds are hype. I remember yeah, when it was sure. like Thursday night showings, they would only show at midnight. Remember that? Yeah. It was like, I, I remember the Avengers, the first Avengers film, we had to wait till midnight Thursday for it to open. But now it's like Thursday, 3 p.m., noon p.m. And then on Thursday at my theater, there's the last showing is at 1.30 a.m. That's how. That's <laughs> crazy, dude. That was before you know, like a science seating before we were. We were still right. Exactly. We were still you had to wait in line. I waited yeah. in line uh, for the Dark Knight Returns. I waited in line for like two and a half hours to see that, uh, to get our seats. Yeah. But uh, what's interesting, when you see a movie at 1.30 a.m., you better bring your own snacks because the concession stands closed. You ain't getting <laughs> shit. No way, dude. Yeah. All right. So for uh, Manimal and Gabe, this is TiVo. Uh, we'll see you guys Thursday for the Shaker Show. And as always, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes and we will see you real soon. Peace out. Now let's do this. Rewind, Silicon. Come again. Pull up that from the top to the very last. Jump, 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 jump. Who are you to make their lives bitter in hard bondage? In this, you shall know that the Lord is of the